This week we're off to Guatemala and Finca El Bosque. Washed bubon. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So this week we're off to Guatemala and my first time I ever went to Guatemala was back in 2007 um, and this was one of the very first farms that I visited there. It is um, a Bourbon uh, and it's from the Amatitalan region in the municipality of Villa Car uh, Canales. Um, the farm is 37 hectares uh, but actually only 14 hectares of coffee, the rest is natural forest. A natural forest is a kind of clue to why it's called El Bosque, because El Bosque just means the forest. Um, it's owned by three brothers who all work on the farm and process uh, and pick and harvest together with a team. Um, their wet mill is one of the most unusual wet mills you'll ever see. It's behind a petrol station on the main road into uh, Amatitalan from Guatemala City. Um, and Guatemala City is quite a unique city. Um, its boundaries don't seem to stop, it just seems to grow and grow. Um, and Amatitlan has almost, and the farm has almost become part of Guatemala City. You go from people living and working and shopping and driving through some gates into El Bosque, into the hidden forest, and you could be a million miles away from everywhere. The farm is also suffering from this uh, urbanisation of the area uh, because it's encroaching on the farm. It's stopping the coffee being as successful as it used to be. Um, I mean, this is a coffee that was used by the 2007 uh, World Barista Champion Stephen Morrissey in his performance. Um, and unfortunately, we, we have seen that some of the lots we've had to start rejecting. Um, and it's really a farm that's on a danger list. It's on a danger list because the land is worth a lot more to build houses on than it is to grow coffee on. Uh, and unfortunately, we're going to see more and more of this in Central South America, where land is becoming much more of a premium. Uh, we've seen it happen in Africa, in Kenya, where farms have been lost to gated communities. Uh, and unfortunately, unless we start paying a little bit more for our coffee, these coffees are going to start disappearing. So this week, I'm not going to actually cup anything. Uh, we're actually just going to look at the tasting notes for Guatemala and El Bosque. And I want to look at them because, and not be distracted by tasting, because they're not your typical flavours that you would find in a washed, washed Guatemalan. Uh, washed Guatemalans tend to be very kind of like clean, transparent, um, kind of like lots of acidity. Whereas this one for me um, has a real like nut vibe to it. So it has a hazelnut, a walnut, uh, pecan. It has a really big body, uh, but without being too kind of thick and overpowering. Um, it reminds me more of a Brazil uh, natural than it does a washed Guatemalan. Um, but that's what makes it interesting. So it's not about every coffee from this region tastes the same. Um, and it's just like every wine grown from you know, the Champagne region doesn't taste the same. Uh, and coffee is no different in that one. So those taste notes, again, if you're tasting this at home, I want you to look at hazelnut, walnut, pecan, and just generally a big bag of nuts. A bit like me. So this is going to be a fairly short map bit, but really wanted to focus on Guatemala. And I've already talked about it, but the closeness of the farm to the city. Now there are some advantages of being close to the city. 
it's easy access, the roads tend to be better, better infrastructure, um, you have a workforce ready and waiting nearby, um, you know, less commuted, less traffic, all of those things. Um, but there are many disadvantages, you know, there's pollution impacts, there's uh, impact on land costs, um, and there's also impact on, on living costs, so workers need more money. Um, so there are lots of pluses and minuses uh, to it, but it feels mainly mi minuses um, that you know, we've seen this beautiful farm just be decreased and decreased and decreased and imposed on uh, by the, uh, the, the, the growing city around it. Okay, so time to taste. What's Chris brought me here? That's a, oh, that was one of the test mugs. It's just a red mug. So I get distracted very easily. So we're going to taste El Bosque. Coffee that we've worked with now for 10 years, 11 years, and uh, a firm favourite. And as we talked about when we cupped it, it's not your typical Guatemalan. This is more akin to a natural Brazil for me because it has that hazelnut. It has pecan, it has walnut, it's just a bag of nuts. It's, uh, and the mouthfeel, it's big, but it's not overpowering. It's not just like, sometimes they can get a bit thick and a bit gloopy, and this is definitely not that. It's just got that really good kind of covering without it being sticky. A really, really good coffee. I hope that they manage to fight off the uh, ever impending uh, Guatemala City. Um, and I hope that they continue to make great coffee like this. We actually thought that a couple of years ago it could be the last time that we saw it. Um, and every year they eventually, they get a sample to us that we really like and we can end up buying, but um, it is getting harder and harder. So it's a much smaller lot this year than we've bought in the past. Okay, thank you for joining me as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.